Hi, friends. Welcome to Encouraged and Equipped. On this podcast, we introduce you to the women of Christ Chapel Bible Church. We share our stories to encourage and equip each other to live out our faith in Jesus. We are so glad you're here. Merry Christmas. We are so glad that you've joined us for our second episode of our Advent series here on Encouraged and Equipped. Today, we're focusing on peace. As you're listening to the conversation today, we would love for you to join us by accessing our Advent devotional guide. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, you can scroll down to the show notes and it'll be right there for you. And if you're joining us on YouTube, you can click the link in the description and that'll pull up a PDF of that Advent devotional guide. In today's episode, Shamira Leonard and Patty Cecil join Camille to talk about peace. Here's their conversation. Merry Christmas. We are so excited to be coming to you today to talk about Advent, and specifically today, we are talking about peace. I'm so thrilled that we are here Um And we're able to talk about the great things that Jesus has brought to us um, because he came to this earth um, as our Savior. Um, I know that you're excited also, and um, we're continuing this series that um, we hope that you are loving, and I hope that it's putting you in the right joyful place to celebrate Christmas this year. Today, I've got two friends with me. I've got Patty and Shamira. And something that you should know about Patty is that for years, her family has acted out the Christmas story. (laughs) And I've heard tell that sometimes it gets, I mean, very realistic. Is that right, Patty? (laughs) Yes, yes. We've had some very um, humorous pregnant Marys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, I love that. Um, Shamira is joining us again, too. And one thing you should know about Shamira is that I've heard that she likes to do a prayer walk when she gets home, and sometimes it gets a little more verbal, and sometimes her neighbors might notice that she is out there just chatting away. (laughs) Yeah, it can sometimes be scary if, you know, your neighbor is, like, walking down the street with their dog and their mouth is just moving. They're just, like, talking away, and if you're driving by, you're like... Is she talking to herself? I'm concerned. <laughs> no, nope, just talking to the Lord. It's fine. Carry on. <laughs> I love that. I hope one day I pass you while you're doing that. It would fill my heart with so much joy. Um, well, we are going to get into talking about Advent in just a minute, but I just am so glad we're here. I wanted to ask you guys, what is just a small thing that has brought you joy recently? And it could be anything. Like for me this morning, I had water first thing when I woke up. And for whatever reason, it just made me overly happy that I had chosen to hydrate instead of going for the coffee first. (laughs) That was my joy. What about you guys? We got a telephone call last night from our daughter who has a six-year-old. And she shared with us that he was reading a joke book and she could... They were talking about a joke about getting um, bananas off a coconut tree. (laughs) And she said you could just really see the wheels turning in his head that bananas don't come off (laughs) coconut trees. (laughs) And so he, he got it. She said it was so fun to watch him processing this and suddenly get it. And just to see 
growth and maturity. Mm. And that's what we want for our kids, you know, but the development of humor too. Uh, So it was fun that she shared that with us and Mm -hmm. and just told us that little story. That's so sweet. so much. So next time you're on the podcast, you're going to have to tell the joke to us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know for me, I would say my family recently just took some photos for our Christmas cards. Oh, yes. And um, first off, receiving Christmas cards. It's one of like my favorite things in the world and during the season in the mail. Um, but we incorporated our one-year-old black lab into the family Christmas photos <laughs> and it was a utter disaster. Oh no. <laughs> but um, no regrets because I love him so much. Yeah. But it was our photographer, bless her heart. Like she was just like, okay, we're going to do this with your dog who is so distracted and loves all the people and wants to play with every single person in the oh park. But yet we need to take family Christmas yes. photos. So here we are. That is Family so Christmas sweet. photos. Oh my goodness. I can't wait to see them. It's my favorite to get Christmas cards, especially when they have animals in them. Yes. I just love it. Oh, that's so fun. Well, let's talk about Christmas. Um, I feel like I've been waiting all year to talk about it. So I'd love to know... What in the Christmas story reminds you of the peace that we have? What's meaningful about peace in the Christmas story to you? Well, I have to say when you first started talking about Advent, my mind didn't immediately run to the aspect of peace. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think peace is something we have to work at during Advent, but as I thought about it more and you know, just rereading the Christmas story, and it says, the angel said, glory to God and peace on earth, you know? Um, yeah, and and a real aspect of peace in that, for unto you is born this day uh, a Savior, not, not a baby, but a mm. Savior. And the peace that comes between man and God with a Savior, um, mm. you know, that was... Uh, an interesting thought, not where my mind first went, but mm-hmm. um, it was a good exercise to think about peace in relation to um, the announcement of Jesus' birth. Mm. I definitely know for me, peace during this season in Advent, um, I feel as if I have to fight for peace mm-hmm. because my schedule and my calendar just gets so busy, whether it be mailing out the Christmas cards, our family's coming into town, or I'm going to go see family, or we got to put up the tree, we got to take down the tree. Um, It just feels, sometimes it feels very overwhelming. And even the simplest things that I can do from week to week, day to day, like grocery shopping, Mm. going to go get some coffee, um, going, you know, to brunch with friends can also just feel so overwhelming because your schedule is so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I know peace is definitely a struggle, but being reminded that in those moments from those day-to-day things to the extended things for the holidays, like peace is filtered throughout my day because I know the Savior and because I know peace, even if my calendar is crazy and mm. life is hectic. Yeah. That's so true. And I I think it's easy for me to look at the holiday season through the lens of like getting everything done. Mm-hmm. And that tends to combat whatever piece I've worked to cultivate in that season. But I even thinking about Jesus being born and we think about, oh, Jesus came as a baby. Mm-hmm. There's 
there are not very many peaceful things about a newborn baby. <laughs> there really just aren't. And so sleeplessness. Yes. <laughs> and that even the pe- like you think about a sleeping baby. That it takes a lot of work to get that sleeping baby to sleep. Um so I think you're right that is a battle it is a fight sometimes to really cultivate that peace. Um and even when we're trying to focus our minds on the coming savior it's a it's a struggle to think about we're not just celebrating a baby being born we're not just celebrating this we're celebrating like you said patty a savior being born um what are some ways that um as you've thought about um the christmas story and the peace that comes from our savior um how have you implemented that as you've worked towards celebrating christmas yeah i think for me we are a forgetful people. Mm-hmm. And so I think this is why this season is so important to us because we have an opportunity to step into like intentional remembering of like why we celebrate this holiday season and why it's so important and letting that then filter through our actions. And so I know for me, I love worshipful Christmas music. Like mm-hmm. I love the fun, like Frosty the Snowman and mm-hmm. um, the songs about Santa. But I know personally, like O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, mm-hmm. like, that song is just so worshipful for me and kind of postures my heart not only for this holiday season, but even sometimes in my interactions with people in my day-to-day life, knowing that the Israelites were waiting. And sometimes we are in seasons of waiting Mm -hmm. in whatever facet of life that we're in and that we can focus on a Savior who's come and who's brought us at peace. And for me, that can help worshipful um, worship music and Christmas music can kind of help cultivate that heart posture for me Mm. in a busy holiday season. Mm. Mm. That's a really good point. Yeah, I love the idea of music and just filling the house with really solid uh, Christmas carols that really proclaim the truth. And, And I know, particularly as our kids were growing up, we tried to make a real big distinction between the pretend part of Christmas and the real part of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and that focus on the real part that Jesus came to die for you, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and to, to have a way to deal with sin, um, you know, that's that's praiseworthy. And I think that you can find real peace in praising God. And, and certainly listening to good, solid music is a great way um, to praise God, um, which can lead to peace. So that's one real practical thing. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, Patty, I've heard you say before that, um, and maybe you were quoting Doug, I don't remember, because both of you say great, wonderful things. But you said something about um, we... Jesus came not as a not as an infant, but as a savior. Something similar to that. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah. Um, when we go to Israel, you know, I've never been to Israel at Christmas time, but I always think of Israel at mm-hmm. Christmas time and standing over the shepherd's field outside Bethlehem and just envisioning um, the glory of God and and. You know, the Shekinah glory that filled the temple. I think that was the same glory that the mm. shepherds saw, which makes perfect sense because God with us, you know, the temple is where God dwelt. And now God is coming, um, you know, in his son to live on earth and then to die for us. But the unfortunately, the view 
we have in America, at least, of the nativity is probably not very realistic. We have wooden stables, which they didn't build with wood. The stable was probably a cave, and there are lots of caves around Bethlehem Mm -hmm. uh, where they would keep the sheep or, you know, closer into town, obviously, they would become a stable for um, the different animals that uh, the innkeeper would have or whatever. And um, the manger, you know, we see these wooden crushes. Well, again, it probably wasn't made of wood. It was probably stone. It was a carved out, you know, hollowed out to stone. And it was probably just on the back of the cave, you know, where they had had a shelf and they had carved it out. And um, so Jesus was probably laid on this slab of rock towards the back with some hay in it to soften it and stuff. Um, And he was wrapped in claws. Well, you think of that, that's also the way they buried people in in the time of Jesus, that they put them in a cave and they wrapped them in claws and they laid them on a shelf in the back. So as Doug will say as he's as you're there looking over these uh, hills, you know, Jesus came to die for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's really um, the message of of christmas, the the good news um, and, and certainly uh, brings us peace with God and um, can bring peace in our lives. Mm-hmm. I never would have thought, you know, mm-hmm. as my mom collected nativity sets and, they're just all over our house at Christmas time, and none of them look like a cave, cave. with a little <laughs> shelf in the back. Um, and so I think you're, I mean, what a great way to focus our hearts this Christmas is to think about the fact that we can we can conjure up lots of images that we <laughs> think are peaceful, um, but really it's just, a lot of it is sometimes just fluff, that kind of fake peace stuff that we that make us feel good, but don't really give us that true peace that mm. comes only from being reconciled um, to 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 God. Um, Shamara, I love that you you think you said we are forgetful people. Is that right? And I I struggle with that so much. Um, and I know you talked about incorporating hymns, and I love that too. Um, I would love to know: um, Are there any times when peace has really been a struggle for you and you've used some of those things to really dig into the peace that you have in knowing Jesus. When has Christmas been a struggle for you regarding peace? Yeah, I think I am very guilty of correlating peace with like calm. So for example, if I look at my calendar for the week and I'm like, oh, look at all these blank spaces, like no (laughs) meetings, I have no (laughs) obligations. It's going to be in my mind, mm. a peaceful week yeah. versus if I look at my calendar and there's appointments and, you know, social things that I have and it's full, I'm like, oh, well, this week is not going to be peaceful. Like saddle up. <laughs> and so I am just so guilty of kind of correlating that. Mm. But I think as a believer, you know, Jesus promises in his word that like the peace that he gives us is not of this world. Mm-hmm. And so being reminded of that um, is so hard. Like the Lord gives us peace. He is our peace, mm-hmm. no matter what your schedule looks like. And 
we can enter into that peace as well in the midst of whatever situation. When we're at the grocery store and your toddler has a meltdown, you know, in the middle of the aisle and you're like, this is not peaceful at all whatsoever. Um, We can enter into that and ask God because he promises also to give us a peace that surpasses understanding. So Mm. even though like we may not understand our situation or what's going on, we can have that peace and Mm. enter into that peace um, and asking God to give me peace too. And so I think that's something that I have to remind myself and also my, you know, family because my parents are divorced. And so um, the holidays can be a lot of driving and being with step parents and just really wonky, weird family dynamics. Mm -hmm. And so constantly reminding myself of like, Lord, would you give me peace um, as I'm going into these conversations? Or um, would you give me peace because I'm anxious about seeing this family member? Um, Mm. You know, just praying those little prayers as you're walking along the season, I think is very helpful. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Um. I know we've heard a few of our different hymns that have been helpful to us. Um, Patty, what about you? Are there any hymns that really stick out to you as something that helps you focus your heart on um, peace during Christmas time? Well, Shamira mentioned Come, O Come, Emmanuel, which is obviously beautiful. Uh, God with us, what a a thought. I find Mm -hmm. that very worshipful. you know, just some, oh, come all ye faithful. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I had an interesting um, thing that I learned when I was looking up things about peace and Christmas, that the song, God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen, and I, I found this very song. interesting. They said, you know, you really need to look at the comma in that line. And I thought, what is it talking about? But it's God rest ye Mary, and then a comma, gentlemen. So that Mary is not describing the gentleman. It's not an adjective. It's Mary is an adverb describing rest. And it means to rest calmly, that mm. kind of um meaning peacefully. It carries that sense of peace and calm. So, um, yeah, I thought that was interesting that this, uh, of course, words kind of change as they go along in time. And this was written a hundred plus years ago. So, um, God rest ye married that, that we can rest Mm. peacefully in, um, in the truths of Christmas. So that's kind of a fun one. I, mean, I love that. Yeah. I know when we talked about it initially, it blew my mind. Because I have – how many times have I sang that song? I've never even thought mm-hmm. about that. And I know this season it's definitely going to change, like, the way I worship having that context now, mm-hmm. which yeah. is kind of really cool. Well, even just the idea of rest, you know, the mm-hmm. command to rest <laughs> at Christmas time is is a good one. But, yeah, because you've always thought of happy gentlemen, right? Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. yeah. I yeah. think about, you know, a group of guys sitting around with, like, rosy cheeks. Yes. You know, they're just sitting. Santa clones or yes. something. Yes. Yes, little yeah. Santa clones. And that's definitely not, I mean, you got to think when they wrote that, they definitely weren't thinking that. Right. So what were right. they thinking? That is really going to change the way. Like you said, Shamar, that's going to change the way I worship. Yeah. That is incredible. I love it. Um, when a Peace is not always easy, um, but are there times when you've really just been overwhelmed with peace at Christmas time? I'd love to hear a great, a great story or a great moment for you when you were able to celebrate peace. It doesn't have to be at Christmas time, but 
I just enjoyed thinking about that. What do you think? I can't come up with a specific time with things leading up to it, but just in the evenings when things are a little quieter, and and I don't want to equate busyness as the antithesis of peace because mm-hmm. you can have peace in the midst of your right, busyness. Right. So you have to work at it. Right. <laughs> yes, you do. It has to be an attitude, <laughs> right? It is what you make it. But, um, you know, those evenings when things are a little quieter, the kids are in bed or whatever, and you just have the tree lights on and um, maybe some soft Christmas music in the background. And mm-hmm. and um, you can just sit and, and reflect mm-hmm. on on truth and, um, yeah, and, and the season and the, the joy and the peace and the, mm-hmm. um, that comes with it. So mm-hmm. That's good. I think for me, it's Christmas morning. I am like naturally an early riser. So at like 5 a.m., I'm ready to take on the world every morning. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yes. Yes. But the crux of that is that I go to bed atrociously early. So here we are. Um, But Christmas morning to me has always been kind of that peaceful start before Mm. a very busy Mm. day. And kind of similar to what you were saying, Patty, of turning on the lights and like, opening the windows for like some soft light and just some music and just sitting on the couch with my like cup of coffee mm-hmm. and just the calm and the peace and the house is quiet. Like you're saying, no one's awake. Um, that for me has just always been just a sweet moment mm-hmm. of like, man, Lord, like remembering yeah. this mm-hmm. season on the couch. Mm-hmm. It's just always been mm-hmm. peaceful to me. Mm-hmm. That's a really... Those are both really good, like, moments in time to just be so grateful that we have a Savior who was willing to come Mm -hmm. and not come and sit on a couch quietly, but to come and really fight for us Mm -hmm. so that we could have that peace um, and knowing Him. I think back on the Christmas story, and I think about it wasn't peaceful circumstances Mm -hmm. for Mary, and it wasn't peaceful circumstances for Joseph, and it wasn't peaceful for any of the characters, for lack of a better word, that we think about at Christmas time. But how peaceful it must have been for the God of the universe to know Mm -hmm. that His plan was being fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And I I overlook that 99 times out of 100. Um, Mm -hmm. But how that that plan for peace, sending the Prince of Peace to come mm. um, is just so much better than anything I could have come up with. Um, so I'm going to take some moments on the couch. <laughs> I'm not going to get up at five in the morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. You'll, yeah. You can have that moment. I'm so sorry. I'm not a morning person. Hopefully but... you have some morning listeners, maybe somebody that resonates with somebody. I'm sure oh, other people yes. are like, oh my gosh, 5 a.m.? Why? I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might be listening to this at 5 a.m., in which case I hope we're not disturbing anybody else in your household. But um, no, that's a wonderful way to celebrate um, and really get our hearts right. You know, one thing that just struck me, though, too, is that peace is not... Um, just always calm and quiet. Peace can also accompany excitement. Mm. Think of um, the excitement in Christmas morning, you know, Mm. that there's some peace in that and some satisfaction and some, you know, you've you've come to a conclusion or whatever. And, And I can't help but think of kind of the end of the 
nativity story in Luke, it says, and the shepherds went back. They've They've rushed to Bethlehem to see this thing that God has told them about. And the shepherds went back glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen. Mm. I think there's a lot of peace there. Uh, It doesn't say that particularly, but just think of um, put yourselves in their shoes. You know, they were excited and they went off telling everybody and glorifying God Mm. and praising him. And I think there's peace there, too. Mm. That's a great point. I think you're absolutely right. Um, yeah, I don't think about, like, when we think about corporate worship or we think about a cantata, like, you think of joy, which is mm-hmm. right and good. Yes, that is right. joyful. But yes, it, absolutely, it is peace. Um, I like that. Um, I had a, a friend that told me one time that peace is not the absence of strife or struggling. Mm-hmm. It's the rest and knowing that the mm-hmm. battle has already mm-hmm. been won. And Amen. so I think absolutely that idea that shepherds knew, you know, shepherds mm-hmm. who had no idea if they knew and they celebrated and worshiped and ran with that mm-hmm. peace, knowing mm-hmm. how much more do we get to because we see the full story on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, for those of us who might be struggling with peace um, during Advent, maybe there's family strife or loneliness or grief or circumstances that are not ideal, um, what are some things that um, we can remind ourselves of to hide in our hearts that will help us to um, approach the right sense of peace? Well, I think we have to stay in the Word. Um, Mm -hmm. um, You know, we have to feed our hearts um, Mm -hmm. good things. Um, Out of our hearts come come our words and... and, um, So I think we need to stay in there. I think of Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, which has probably over the years been my life verse more than any other, um, to trust in the Lord and not lean on your own understanding, and He will make your path straight, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, there's got to be trust in Mm -hmm. peace. Um, and, And we need to feed that, and that's true any season, yeah. uh, but particularly with a lot of distractions going on, I think we have to make that um, a priority, a commitment that we're going to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that you asked this question because I think it helps to normalize that for some people the holiday season is hard. Yeah. Um, and it can be one that can be filled with grief or loss or stress. And mm-hmm. so making them feel like they're not less than, you know, because of that for whatever reason. I know for me, I agree with Patty, being in the word, I kind of have to almost immerse myself even more so than like normal because of Mm -hmm. the season. And I think out of that time with the Lord, I am reminded of his character and the characteristics that make him. And so something I have to cling to specifically in that time when the holiday seasons are stressful or rough is that he's our refuge. Mm. And so I can run to him in those times when, you know, maybe the holiday season isn't that great, or maybe family dynamics are really hard during the holidays, or maybe you've lost a loved one this year. Um, or someone's health is declining and it's just sad and it's a somber holiday season that um, the Lord knows and we can run to him to be our refuge and our strength in this time. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's really encouraging. Um, I think it's easy to separate, 
you know, especially at this time of year, it's easy to separate the characteristics that we see proclaimed over Jesus. He's the Prince of Peace. He's the wonderful counselor and all the beautiful, wonderful things that we should rightly ascribe to him and worship him for. And for whatever reason in my heart, I'll just speak for myself, I don't look at those as applying to me in my harder moments mm-hmm. at Christmas time. I don't think about the fact that um, he's Emmanuel, he's God with us, and he's with us, he's with me in that hard moment if this Christmas isn't what I thought it was going to be, or if I'm feeling extra lonely at Christmas time. That should be the first thing that comes to mind is that he is here, and that's why we're celebrating. Um, and I don't know why, aside from sin, that is such a struggle for me, but um, I certainly don't think I'm alone in that um, in that struggle to remind myself. Um, are there any, as we're thinking about um, Advent and we're walking into um, conversations with family members or time with friends, um, are there any things that you would send as an an encouragement to a friend or a family member, something you would tell them just as a last reminder of this is a great peaceful way for you to to worship the Lord this year. What's one thing that's encouraging you um, from Scripture? God's great love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what a what a truth that is. He loved us so much that He sent His Son to die for us. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that incorporates me and you mm-hmm. and um yeah. yeah yeah you you can never be good enough on your own but you don't have to be the good news is that Jesus Christ paid for that um yeah and you can have peace with God um mm-hmm. yeah I, that's a message worth sharing for sure at Christmas and all the time mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think in my sinful nature, I'm prone to try to force peace. Like if peace Mm -hmm. isn't happening in the timeline in which I think it should happen, I'm like, well, you know what? I'm just going to make this happen on my own, (laughs) sinfully. (laughs) And so remembering that that's a work of the Spirit Mm -hmm. and that like you kind of like you were saying, Patty, is like we have peace with God. And so even if our circumstances or situations aren't panning out the way we expected or planned them to, um, that that peace is is with us. And so we can lean into that. And even when we don't feel like leaning in, like having community around the, us to kind of confess that to you and like yeah. letting them also carry our burdens with us, I think is big. Yeah. So that's really helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that you guys joined me today to talk about peace and Advent. Um, it's been such a joy to to walk through that with you and get some new um, grammar rules in my head so that I can <laughs> worship appropriately. Um, because I think, I mean, God is a God of order and grammar <laughs> mirrors that. So, um, I'm really grateful to both of you and I'm going to pray to close our time today. Awesome. Um, Lord, we are, um, filled with awe, um, always at the fact that you came to this earth, um, to dwell among us, um, as sinners, um, you came and you lived a perfect life and you died on a cross. You died the death that we deserved and you defeated death so that we could be with you, um, for eternity. Um, and you did that, um, because you love us and what a great love we get to celebrate, um, not just at Christmas time, but all year round. Um, 
We're grateful that you give us peace, that you are the Prince of Peace, um, and that your peace surpasses understanding. And we ask humbly that um, you would give us a tangible um, and lasting sense of peace um, today as we worship you with our words and our actions. And we ask this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.